Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to the Woody Hayes Athletic Center and welcome to game week. Tim. 2022. Tim. The regular season is finally here. If you look right behind us, it says beat Notre Dame. Uh, the folks inside the Woody Hayes Athletic Center well, theor- are, well, actually it says beat ND, but everybody knows what that means. Simply put, it's, it's finally here, Tim. Yes, it is. I could not be more excited for this week of coverage, for this week of the game. Um, everything leading up to it, I will start this. That's Tim May, by the way. I'm Spencer Holbrook. You already know him as Tim May. Everybody knows Tim May. But, yeah. Tim, uh, <laughs> Let's just start here. Ryan Day seemed as locked in as I can remember seeing yep. him. Um, this felt like the, it, the press conference almost felt like a Michigan Week press conference. He is zeroed in, dialed in. Jim Knowles had that comedic relief to it uh, that kind of provided a few laughs in the press conference. But other than that, you know, Cade Stover, Ronnie Hickman, these guys are about as locked in as you can be on this matchup. And uh, there's no debating uh, whether Ohio State's ready for this game to finally kick off on, at 7.30 in the Horseshoe Saturday night. Well, think about this, man. If you're Ryan Day, uh, end of the year, end of the season last year, actually he'd already started this process in the middle of the season last year of revamping his defense, restructuring his defense, and bringing in a new defensive coordinator and two other defensive coaches, which meant you got rid of three guys who had been on the staff. Am I taking too much time there? You check your oh, watch. Oh, no, no. Uh, but, uh, but the bottom line is, uh, and I was just messing with you. Uh, just think about all the work he's put into restructuring this football team uh, to making it a tougher, you know, they took those words to heart. Whether they admit as much now uh, as it was then, they took those words to heart about being called a soft team, not a physical enough team, yep. et cetera. And it was proven on the football field in, the, in three games, really. Uh, the Rose Bowl, they got things straightened out and saved that game, but the Oregon game and the Michigan game. So everything's been focused on fixing that. Not ruining what you've already got going for you, but fixing that. But now here comes, uh, right out of the gate, here comes a, uh, a liquid uh, test. I mean, you get dunked right into the pool, can you swim with yep. this new defense, this new look? Uh, is your running game, is it going to be reliable uh, when you really need to run a ball against a good defense, against a physical defense? Uh, that's what's coming. Ryan Day knows it. That's why as, I think as confident as he feels about what he has done there as eager as he feels about seeing it. There's also anxiety involved. And that's why I asked him at least one thing he's got going for him, man, for sure, he's got returning his starting quarterback from last year, a guy that set some records last year and seems poised to even step up his game in C.J. Stroud. That's got to make you sleep a little bit better than a little bit of sleep you're getting this week. Tim, I'll even take it a step further than just revamping the defense and the football team. The people inside this building really revamped the entire operation. Mark Pantone has another recruiting uh, director as he takes on the general manager role. Zach, Zach Grant's in the building. Mickey Marotti had to look himself in the mirror, as he said, and, and figure out how to take the strength and conditioning program moving forward. Um, the offense had to kind of face an identity crisis. Are they a Texas Tech air raider? Are they going to continue to pound the ball? Justin Fry, meet your new offensive line coach, Justin Fry. Yep. Defensively, it's a complete overhaul. Um, and now, 
Saturday night almost feels, Tim, like the grand unveiling, not just of a defense, not just of a running game, but of an entire mindset of a program that has almost a new beginning. Um, and maybe that's a little too philosophical for folks, but think about this. It's a night game, 7.30, top five matchup. Lost the two ranked opponents last year, one of them at home. Yep. Every recruit under the sun wanted to come to this game. And you've got the biggest stage to unveil the biggest changes yet, really since Urban Meyer was was brought into this program. There hasn't been a wholesale change in this program, the mentality, anything, quite like they had to undergo this year. And that's coming off an 11-2 Rose Bowl. So yeah. everything about this game is, is, you know, everything before it has built up to Saturday night at 7.30 when, the, when, ball, when toe meets leather. You know, the old line goes, you know, you're either getting better or getting worse. You know, Ryan Day definitely buys into that. I mean, things had to change from last year in a lot of respects, and we've already touched on both of those. I mean, in my opinion, the defense and then offensive line-wise and just offensively become more physical, get a more confident running game. A game, you know, when you decide to run, you can actually run the ball uh, against better opponents. Obviously, this is going to work well against, you know, the lesser opponents. But the bottom line is, uh, He's just got it, like he's talked about, you've got to have that competitive zeal, but also that competitive uh, uh, tenaciousness and also competitive, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for there? You've got to be able to finish. This team in a couple games last year did not finish. Mm -hmm. You know, Michigan, Ohio State was used to like embarrassing Michigan for the most part in the second half of games of the last decade. Uh, last year, they got embarrassed by Michigan in the second half. Well. And that's that's not the way you that's not a that's not a championship football team there when you don't finish what you start and that that's his point now I think this team looks just on paper and just from what we've heard and what we've seen on a little bit in practice looks so much more like a national championship contender than it did a year ago whether you agree or not I really don't care but I think you do agree right yeah I mean we made our playoff picks you know where where I, how I feel about this team we made those on the Tim May podcast on Tuesday yeah if you haven't seen that go check it out the Letterman Row YouTube channel uh, we'll get a little plug in for the podcast there for you Tim but competitive stamina by the way is the yeah. term that Ryan Day uses that I was uh, uh, tripping through there trying to get to so that's a brief overview of everything that's kind of riding on this game um, but we'll get down to the nitty-gritty a little bit we talked to Ryan Day talked to Jim Knowles we talked to three players, Cade Stover, Ronnie Hickman, and Paris Johnson. Confident bunch that we, that we got to hear from. Uh, what's your biggest takeaway just from, from, whether that's from Jim Knowles, one of the players, you know, what do you really glean from, from what we just learned? Well, obviously my biggest takeaway is when I kept asking Jim Knowles about the tight end. Nobody covers the tight end in college football. And he kind of got a funny look on his face and, and then, uh, you know, kind of followed it up. But then he goes, man, uh, well, you, what, I forgot what he said about me, but you just have a, what is your uh, whatever with, with tight ends, you know? You're really fixated on the yeah, tight ends. fixated on the tight ends. And I go, yeah, I am, because you know what? If I was running a college football offense, my tight ends would have 10 catches a game in some form or fashion because nobody does cover them on a consistent basis. What is the biggest matchup situation you're looking at going into this game for this Ohio State defense? Can you limit or neutralize Mike Mayer, their, their uh, talented tight end at Notre Dame, a big guy who runs great routes, uh, who they, they will flank out one play and bring him in tight the next, et cetera. He can be on the far edge of the field. I mean, this is a multi-talented uh, tight end that they're facing, and the guy they're going to go to, especially a young quarterback uh, making his first start, they're going to be looking at that tight end often because, you know, you just saw him get open quite a few times against Jim Knowles' defense in the Fiesta Bowl. Jim Knowles wasn't there, but Oklahoma State was. Yep. Now, Oklahoma State came back and won that game and finally got a rain on 
that Notre Dame offense. Well, this Notre Dame offense is going to be pretty much the same kind of because they kept their offensive coordinator, quite a few of the other guys on offense. But uh, a brand-new starting quarterback who could run the ball a little bit better than uh, Jack Cohn could last year, that's what throws a new wrinkle into this. But uh, that's, that's those are the kind of things I'm looking at. Yeah, and when you look at Michael Mayer and that matchup, we'll talk about it all week, I'm sure. But, you know, Notre Dame's wide receiving core is pretty thin. Uh, had one of their better guys, yeah. a, a veteran, their, their Cameron Babb, if you will, uh, go down with yet another injury in his career. But they still got Lorenzo Styles Jr. They've got they've got Lorenzo Styles Jr. They've got a couple other guys there, but the focus in that passing game is on Michael Mayer. When, like you said, the first time starting quarterback, probably going to be looking for that safety valve quite often, especially with with uh, defensive lineman breathing down his neck the entire game. The pressure that Jim Knowles likes to bring. If it goes according to plan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, I, I just think the biggest thing to learn in here today is that this this group is confident and. There were times last year where we would ask questions in that in that team room and you would just see the look of they're ready to play, but you just weren't sure the, the confidence level. This is a, a defense and a program that absolutely cannot wait to roll out that red carpet for themselves yeah. and, and come out of the tunnel with, the, with all the smoke, with all the, the, the bright lights on them, college game day here. They know the stakes. Um, I think Cade Stover said it best. Um, how do you block out the noise? He said, put your phone down yeah. and uh, and just go play. And, and the phone will be there on Monday. These guys are locked and loaded and ready to go. And, and you know, I'm not going to be questioning whether they're ready to play on Saturday night because I definitely think they are already. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't say turn off the television also and the radio. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. By the way, halfway through my answer a while ago to your question, I forgot what your question was. But but going back to that, I mean, the, the guy who exhibited the greatest game face of the three players we got to talk to today I thought was Kate Stover. A captain, he understands what the scuttlebutt was at the end of the year last year. He's a guy that was an emergency addition to that defense uh, late in the year, especially in the Rose Bowl. That's how that's how tough things got defensively for them. Now, when you talk to these coaches and you've talked to the fellow players, the returning depth they've got uh, at all the key positions on defense is astounding. When you consider how they finished the year last year, of a lot of question marks, et cetera, and. Uh, that's what stands out to me. Uh, Jim Knowles, boy, he's confident. I mean, he's fired up yeah. about seeing this defense play. I think you agree, right? Yeah. And um, uh, everybody knows what's coming from the offense in some form or fashion, but he is really fired up about it. And we've talked about this before on these uh, rapid reactions. Uh, there's a guy who, you know, you could give him leeway to be sort of, well, I don't know, you know, uh, blah, 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 blah. But instead, he's coming out of the gate confident I think and I think the players have picked up on that there's two ways to do that Tim there's to temper expectations and let everyone else make them for you yeah or there's to set them as high as possible and say nothing else is good enough yeah uh, Jim Knowles understands what this team has talent wise and rather than slow pedal or slow play anything he says no we should be good we should yeah. be really good and there's no reason for them not to be um, Jim Knowles is interesting to me because we have talked to him quite a few times and he's not uptight, but he's very matter-of-fact with the way that he answers questions. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't call him uptight at all. No, but he's very, yeah. in, in other settings, he has been very straight-faced, straightforward. Let me tell you the point. Today, it almost seems like it's time. To, it's almost time to sit back and let everything that he's created come to life. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it's funny. He, he had jokes. He had uh, some laughs. He was making sure to keep it light you almost get the sense that the hard part for him is over. He knows how much install he's put into this defense, and now it's almost easier to game plan than it is to install because he can pick and choose what he's already put in. And I think that's a big key for Ohio State is just knowing 
your defensive coordinator is making uh, a Brinks truck load of money to fix this defense. It's the biggest game of the college football season, not just the season for Ohio State, but the college football season early in the year. And you've got a guy so confident that, that he's willing to get up at the podium and, and kind of make, you know, give us a breath of fresh air, a little lightness. Here's what I like about Jim Knowles so far, uh, along with I've talked about his intelligence, I, you know, the way he gives answers, but mainly the way he gives answers because he's pretty straightforward. You know, if he can't tell you something, he tells you, I can't tell you that. You know, it's above or my I'm pay not, grade. Or I'm not going to tell you or that. Or it's above my pay grade, which I've told you before. At 1.9 million, I, what, how much could be above his pay grade? You well, know? Did you see the Ryan Day raise but, this year? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that's the point. My point is, uh, he's pretty good about telling us when he feels good about things. I'm telling you what, we've talked about this before, and I wrote a story about that for this week for Letterman Road. Might even be online by the time you're, you're watching this. But just this defensive line, but especially the interior of this defensive line, that's what makes or breaks a championship defense, no matter where you look. Great Ohio State teams of the past, man. Jim Stillwagon in the middle of that line in 68, right on down the line. 2002, I mean, you had Will Smith, Darian Scott, and those fellas. 2014, you know the lineup there. They just got after you, Joey Bosa, etc. They feel like they've gotten that thing straightened out. You've got guys with so much more confidence and, and experience than they had this time a year ago. And you look at Georgia last year, what set Georgia apart from even Alabama? Was that just get after it defensive front. That's where they think they can really get some things done. And you know, and like we were talking about a while ago, a while ago about getting after this young quarterback they're gonna face on uh, Saturday. You know, attack the A-gaps. Every chance you get, be aggressive, uh, be assertive. That's what Jim Knowles wants. And if you get in that quarterback's face quite a few times, but also deny them the ability to run the ball in there, then you got something going. You, uh, you're gonna love the smell coming out of the, coming out of the kitchen. Two quick notes before we get out of here, Tim. We'll have full coverage you know, throughout the week, um, so I won't keep everybody too long. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. is the only receiver in here, only scholarship receiver in here right now, catching passes on the jugs machine. Um, this guy's already got a chance to be special. Um, folks, get used to this work ethic. He, he does not stop. Um, we didn't hear anything about him in the press conference because nobody asked, but then you walk out here on the practice field and he's right behind us catching passes on Well, how many Tuesday times can you ask about him? Now, see, this is. For us, this is like the end of a long journey. Yeah, we've we've talked to Ryan Day quite a few times during the preseason. Yeah, you always got questions and stuff, but just like Ryan Day is eager for his team to get out there and show itself and play a game, so are we, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, how many times can you ask about a guy's practice rounds in golf? You want to go sit out there and see him play around in competitive action? That's what we're going to see. But yeah. Uh, you're going to be hearing a lot about Marvin Harrison Jr. as this goes on. Yeah, and just to see him out here practicing as the only guy on the practice field, it's pretty impressive, uh, you know, given his acumen and what he could do this year. And then, final note, Lathan Ransom yet again comes up as a guy. You know, you ask Jim Knowles to give you one guy who's impressed, it's got to be Lathan Ransom. There's no questions asked. Uh, so where does he play on Saturday? That's uh, – When does he play on I don't Saturday? want to get too far into that because we could stand here and talk about these safeties for – yeah, 65 we'll talk about it later down the road. And we'll yeah. talk about it down the road, but Jim Knowles doesn't like to rotate safeties. I'll go back to that point. This this depth chart looks a little better than the Oklahoma State one did. Lathan Ransom's going to play. I don't know where, I don't know how, and I don't know why, but he's going to be on the field against Notre Dame. Yeah. Does that mean he's going to be against Michael Mayer? Does that mean he's going to be uh, you know, playing corner? I don't know. He could play 
you know, 65 yards off the field, off the ball, and, and he'll still have an impact because that's what Ohio State thinks of him. But sensing, I mean, basically taking what Ronnie Hickman had to say, it just seems like the starting, the three starting safeties could be uh, Josh Proctor, Ronnie Hickman, and Tanner McAllister, the kid who transferred from Oklahoma State. Or it might not be. We may not know that till game time. There's only three safeties on the field to start the game. Who it really is might not matter. And I know that's kind of a, a cliche to say. It doesn't matter who's yeah. starting. I've always but, believed it matters if you're the first guy on the field after eight months of getting ready to play. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And, you know, they'll play six of them, but starting yeah. three still to be determined. Maybe we'll find out a little bit about that in pregame as we watch with the binoculars from the press box, Tim. Yeah. Uh, but that's a conversation for Saturday at about 5.30. Right now it is Tuesday at 2 o'clock, and we are already talking about this massive game. Letterman Row will be in the horseshoe for that one at 7.30 on Saturday night. We're in the Woody Hayes Athletic Center for now, uh, breaking it all down, talking to Ryan Day and the players and Jim Knowles. Uh, make sure you check out the YouTube channel, which you're watching this on. Uh, subscribe to that. If you're, not a, if you're not subscribed to our site already, seven-day free trial. Tim, that's everybody can get the full week of coverage yeah. from Ohio State Notre Dame for free. If you like it, then you can subscribe. Um, Let me add another tape up push in there too. I've got Urban Myers, and we're gonna have the second version of Urban, Urban's take of this week also. Our podcast, which you teamed up with me on, uh, appreciate you as my co-pilot. And I've got Jim Trussell in there talking about the 2002 run to the national championship, which really, as he even now says, helped build this snowball that just keeps getting bigger and bigger at Ohio State. And uh, I think we've got plenty of great coverage coming. Yeah, and then you throw in Matt Parker's recruiting stuff. Yes. And he's, he's chronicling everybody that's going to be here. It's a massive weekend for recruiting. It's a massive weekend on the field. It's just a, a huge weekend for the program here in Columbus. Uh, we'll have full coverage of that all, all week long and all year long at LettermanRow.com. That's Tim May. I'm Spencer Holbrook. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We will see you back in the Woody Hayes Athletic Center tomorrow night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.